Hello, you're listening to Living Alone Together. I am your only host, Yan. Um, so as usual, um, thanks to those who downloaded my podcast.、Um, it made me realize I really am not alone. And、um, for those who are new, you can always email me、um, at Living Alone Together at、um, Tutanota dot com. So the Um, address is living alone together, no space, no hyphen, nothing, at、um, tutanota dot com. The address is t u t a n o t a dot com. So it's in the description as well. So today I want to talk about something that is a little bit more serious than the previous episodes, but more or less still. Based on just my own life, so nothing. I hope it's not going to turn into some lecture,、um, and nothing too serious. I hope.、Um, after all, this is just my public journal, so it's just my way to release my energy. And I wish, I just wish that、um, I have more friends listening to this, but not actual person. I actual people I know in real life. So if you do real,、uh, know me. In real life, or you think that you do, please don't let me know because it's gonna be embarrassing. Anyway, let's get straight to the topic. So, I actually have a title for this topic, but let's actually reveal that in the end.、Um, I want to talk a little bit about my bag hunt. So, don't worry; it's not gonna be a completely sort of materialistic episode、um, where I just talk about the things I want to buy and stuff like that. Although. I'm gonna talk a little bit about that, but <laughs> basically, I've been looking for a new bag for work because my old bag、um, is a bit worn out from all the bicycle rides, and I sort of use a bungee cord to fasten it on the bicycle, and without realizing how the plastic would get damaged, so it now looks a bit. Not pretty, basically. So, I found a good excuse to buy a new work bag, and then this took me so much energy, more energy than I, I would imagine, because I'm not the kind of person who's interested in bags and clothes in general. So, and yet I realized how difficult it is to find a good bag,、um, not just for work but in general, right?、Um, I think. Somehow it's because I I am commuting by bike, so I do need a bag that I could put in the basket of my bicycle. So the dimensions do、um, are a little bit more restricted. But somehow the pocket situation is not perfect. It's very difficult to find something I really really like. And then there's the design, there's the shipping, there's the material, and so there's just so many factors that I had to consider in my bag hunt. And then after being frustrated for like three full days <laughs> looking for a bag, I decided to just go into my closet and I picked out my casual leather bag, which I purchased two or three years ago, I think. So. And then I sort of experimented a little bit with the bag in,、um, sort of in an extra plastic bag, so that I could, I could、uh, take it out during、uh, rainy days on the bike.、Um, and I realized that this may actually be the perfect bag. So <laughs> I was a bit crazy、uh, during my hunt for the for the bag. I actually looked for、um, hiking. Bag, <laughs> and then you know, and then I learned a lot of things about you know the dimensions and the and the capacity of the bag. I realized that well, actually, they you they use liters or gallons to measure the capacity of 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 hiking bags at least. And then I actually went to some stores and I saw this beautiful bag hiking bag that's like thirty liters.、Um, And then definitely too big for work. And then I try to find a bunch of excuses, saying that you know what, you can just stuff anything you want in the bag and just put it, dump it on the back of the bike. It will be fine. Blah blah blah. And and then I calm myself down. And then I realize, you know, it's not the bag for work. It's for hiking,、um, and all that. So. And then there was another thing I learned during this hunt. I realized there's some sort of slight difference between. Hiking bags and biking bags, so <laughs> that's kind of interesting as well. Although I have to say、um, that I still don't know exactly their difference because 
I think I'm talking about backpacks, right? And so the idea of a good backpack um, is that it is light, but um, big enough to hold a lot of things, but just still light. And so in order to be light, you actually cannot have too many pockets or compartments because all of that requires extra material. And also, I think the idea of a good hiking bag is that it has to be water resistant or waterproof. Um, and these, by the way, mean uh, different things. <laughs> I'm not that technical, but the idea is that you better not have zippers, you better have a roller top where you can just roll the back down and then you can expand the space if you want to and so the rolling down actually helps with the waterproofing or water resistancing so anyway i learned a lot during my back hunt and then i think i wouldn't say it's an epiphany but it's more like an aha moment when i found my when i dug out my old um casual bag so it's a it's really just a, a small bag with with zippers on top and i bought the bike when i had my kindle and i was looking very specifically for a bag that could hold the kindle and some water bottle and all that and by the way that's pretty much any kind of bag <laughs> any reasonable bag is gonna be big enough to hold your your ebook and a water bottle but anyway the idea is that i actually spent some time looking for a bag a few years ago and this bag this casual bag um is actually pretty good and i realized that it's actually gonna be good for my work as well because um most of the things I can just I can just leave in my office, so I don't have to carry my water bottle every every day, and all I need to carry is my my pencil case, my headphones, and my uh, my cell phone. That's pretty much it, and maybe an umbrella, something like that. So you know, I just realized that why did I have to spend all that time looking for a work bag, right? And I there were so many things going on in my mind when I was looking for a work bag. I was because the one that's very worn out the one I want to replace it it's it's a black tote you know the, the the kind of tote bag that only has like a tiny pocket inside and I think I talked about this in my previous episode that's not the point the point is I chose that bag because I feel like it has a quote-unquote work feel to it so it's like shiny black and it's not it's not too flashy and all that and it looks a little bit formal and I was super hesitant or I didn't even think about using my casual bag as my work bag mostly obviously not because of the functionality because I realized it could just work perfectly um it's mostly because of the idea that I the bag needs to needs to have this work appearance that you know you look when you look up bags right you're gonna see the categories right and and most of the companies will have this maybe one category called um hiking and the other one called leisure or travel and then a separate one for work and maybe another one for school or something and so you know they've got those categories and so that's why it took so much time to to search for the bag because you gotta you gotta just like um check every category to see that maybe actually it's the uh hiking bag that that's better for your purpose um and so you know i i bought the previous tote bag because it matches the work image it's like black and that and very sleek and everything so um and then after realizing i can just use my perfectly good casual bag which i don't use that much ever since i've been working full-time um I just realized that, hey, what's this deal? <laughs> like, why do we create so many categories for bags to start with? Why do we have, obviously it's for commercial reasons, but I think there's more than that because um, when I do go, when I went on some of the forums, um, people ask, uh, could you recommend some bag for work, for school? Like, they are actually very specific. So people, the customers, um, the we are very aware of what we're looking for and we sort of have this image of a work bag to start with as well and of course you could say that it's uh, it's all i don't know commercialism and everything is just manufactured desire and all that 
But I think it's not as simple as that because, hear me out. I think this、um, over categorization actually happens in so many areas of life, not just the materialistic things, but in so many areas of life. And so today's topic, I'm gonna call this the view of civilization. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I was looking up this term to check if I actually read it in some book or anything, but now if I if I Google the view of civilization, I think some sort of, I I don't think there's anyone who actually uses this term. Uh, if you use the veneer of civilization,、uh, some sort of psychiatric thing, uh, will come up. But um, uh, the first term I thought of was the view of civilization. Um, so anyway. The topic of of today's episode is gonna be the the veil of civilization, and because I really do mean the veil, not not the veneer of civilization. But what do I mean by that? So, <laughs>、um, hear me out. I actually haven't written any. I I have a few points on my note in my notebook so that I want to talk about, but I don't really have a structured argument or anything. And don't worry, it's not gonna be. A lecture. I don't want this podcast to become sort of, to to become some sort of book review, lectury, serious thing. But I, I want to make it as close to our daily lives、um, as possible. But still, the fancy term, the view of civilization.、Um, I'm thinking about this kind of invisible boundaries in our life and sort of the extra categories that we give to ourselves or the.、Um, Um, corporations,、uh, corporations that that impose on ourselves. I don't know, but that impose on us. But it doesn't matter who did that in the beginning. The idea is just that I think there are so many things that are. I wouldn't say unnecessary, but I would probably say re- redundant, which is unnecessary in a way. But there are so many things that are actually redundant in our lives, and I think if we could just Unveil civilization, or just realize that it's all part of the.、Um, if you if you try to look behind the veil of civilization, I think, I think we could save ourselves a lot of time and a lot of energy and and a lot of frustration and confusion. At least for me.、Um, so, what do I mean by that? I mean that we have a. I think today a lot of people have this very clear idea that there's this public life, and then there's this private life, and then they come up with terms like work-life balance, as if your work is really a completely separate part of your life, and sort of you gotta find time for quote unquote your hobbies, and you gotta have like. You're alive, basically. You need to get alive, and so, so then there is like a whole category of things dedicated to the so-called work life,、um, such as the bag, for example, or your、um, attire,、um, and all that. And I think, I think, I'm just starting to think that perhaps、um, it's not completely necessary、um, to. To have this kind of distinction, or rather, this distinction is a little bit forced because we have to face it.、Uh, most of us do have to work more than seven hours a day, I suppose, and、um, you know your life has to be、uh, applied. <laughs> you have to apply for a vacation. You have to go for a company that has a certain. Number of days for your vacation. I think no matter how good the welfare system is, the general idea is to, is that you do have to notify your your boss that you're taking your vacation、um, at least, and then you have to come back after a certain time. You're not gonna have so much like vacation days, right? So many vacation days. So in any case, I'm just saying that I, I'm starting to think that. It's so difficult to maintain a work-life balance, or this is just the idea is just so、um, f- faded, or it's not very clear, and that's why, that's why we've come up with a bunch of more superficial ways to distinguish our work from our quote-unquote life, and so, 
Um, so, for example, clothes and bag. I think these are the most the most visible categories that often I think could be confusing. So, um, first of all, the bag. <laughs> you know, when I was doing my research, when I was thinking about which bag to get, I actually thought about my colleagues and I thought about sort of which what kind of bags they use. And you know what? I I can't remember a thing. I don't. I don't know what kind of bag. I don't remember what kind of bag my colleagues used. I think I do recall one person who has an LV bag. So because it's very expensive, so I kind of remember that, and it's very showy. Otherwise, I I can't remember anything about what my colleague was using. So it just shows how unimportant it is. Like there's no. It's like a fake issue. At least in my industry, it's not so important what kind of like. Bag you use. I mean, suppose you're a lawyer. I suppose maybe that,、um, in that situation, your your suit and your shiny suitcase is gonna matter. All of these things are gonna matter much more、um, to your clients. But、um, I think most of the work, I can't really think of that many. Jobs that do really require a strict enforcement of dress code, and that would include back code, I guess,、um, right? And so, I mean, and and I used to have this sort of routine or sort of habit to, you know, once I get back home, I would just take every. I think that's the advice of Marie Kondo, the tidying up magic、um, Japanese woman. Japanese lady、um, who suggested that every day after work you should just get take everything in your bag out of the bag and then、um, so that your bag gets to rest something like that and I actually follow that but、um, I think I think and I used to think that that kind of habit is really、um, it helps enforce. Um, the idea that this is strictly a work bag, and I'm done with today's work, and that's why I'm taking everything out, and so it means more than having the bag rest or something to me. To me, it's like sort of a signal, right? Like this is the end of the today's work, and I'm taking everything out, taking all my tools out. So that's used to be that used to be my habit.、Um, so the bag to me symbolized a lot of things, and. Um, I picked black not just because it looked more formal, but it's just like a heavy color, so that you know I I could remind myself that it's really a formal sort of, so, sorry, a a a work thing, and work is supposed to be associated with dark colors. Maybe I know that's pretty pretty childish, and I I know that for people who. Had more years of work experience. I think maybe I'll realize. I mean, I've already realized that it doesn't really matter that much for most of the jobs. I think、um, I can't really think of anything but politicians and lawyers who really do have a very strict、uh, attire、um, dress code.、Um, but yeah, I think at least with the bag. I think bag is even less strict than other clothes, right? And and with regards to clothes, okay. So moving on from bags, okay. So I think, yeah. In the end, if a hiking bag <laughs> suits your needs a lot more, I think I'm gonna do that. I'm still very very much in love with with the hiking bag I saw. It's just so big, but then it's just not very practical. That's why I didn't buy it. But otherwise, I really like the idea of sort of breaking the invisible boundary and just use a freaking hiking bag to work. Um, and plus there's this. Tiny raincoat for the bag, so that would be good for biking, right? In any case, I I didn't buy a new bag. I'm thinking of just not because if I bought the bag, it would be still trying to have like a different thing for my work and for my life. So I do want to try using this this private use bag to work. Plus, it's a great bag which I spent some time looking for. Um, so let me take a drink. Hold on, one sec. <laughs> So then, after the bag,、um, obviously the next category is clothes.、Um, so I sort of had this、um, imagined idea. I, I sort of had this idea that、um, you know I got to wear some sort of shirt with collar and some sort of nice-looking sleek look to work. 
And then once I get to work, I realize that uh, yeah, no one's doing that. Like some, some, some of the colleagues actually wear T-shirts and just like sweaters and stuff, and definitely without any buttons or collars or anything. And so, uh, when I was like cleaning up my closet, I I actually threw a bunch of shirts away because. I rarely wear them. I I didn't really wear them that much after realizing that no one is wearing them. So, again, I don't know. Apart from lawyers and politicians, who actually need to wear, who actually needs to wear this kind of semi-formal thing to work? I don't know. On a day-to-day basis, I mean, right? So I think clothes is another category where we just like we just force ourselves to to just. Uncomfortably to work, and I think, I think that's kind of an issue. I think definitely the high heels need to be ditched,、um, no matter where you're working. And I think it's just like a terrible, terrible thing to enforce on、uh, in the workplace for women to wear high heels.、Um, so clothes.、Um, so I just. I still do have a little bit more casual clothes left that I strictly only wear on weekends.、Um, I'm not sure if I'm gonna wear them to work in the future, but I, I you know, there's still, I, I still haven't overcome that invisible barrier in my mind. I still do want to maintain some sort of superficial boundary between work and life, and so with regards to clothes, I'm still practicing. I'm not sure if next. If、uh, when I go back to work、um, very soon,、um, I, if I could just try wearing some of my more cl- casual clothes to work. So so far, I just have yeah the same old black attire <laughs> to work. But I don't know. I'll see. But I think clothes is definitely also a big place where we sort of、um, use this view of civilization. Right? We tell you that. Yeah, you have to be civilized. You have to look formal to work, and that's why you gotta buy this different kind of clothes for your work and all that. And not realizing that since we spend so much, so many hours at work, it's it's probably more wise to just buy something comfortable and、uh, something you like personally. Um, right. All right. I realize it's only been twenty-two minutes. There's so many things I want to say with、uh, for just for this topic because I I realize that a lot of this thing, particularly after the bag situation, a lot of this boundary is really just in my mo- my own mind. I mean, most people don't notice you because <laughs> I realize how little I notice my colleagues, or rather, even if I notice, it doesn't. I I can do nothing about it, right? Like. I suppose, yeah, I do notice that that oh, some of the the colleagues have wear heavier makeups than others, and、uh, this person tends to wear that and all that. But but like so what? It doesn't really matter in the end. It has nothing to do with your work performance.、Um, and and、um, there were a few moments last、uh, last year at work where I actually was very very frustrated with my performance at work and. I had just a lot of pressure, and you know, during these moments, honestly, what you wore during the day, like, played no role. It didn't matter at all. So, I just, I think I had that kind of aha moment a little bit earlier with regards to clothes, but still, like, in general,、um, I think, I think if we could. Realize how little we think of our colleagues and what they're wearing, what kind of bag they're using. I think maybe we can. Okay, not we. I can. <laughs> I think I can sort of step a little、uh, to to be like one step ahead of myself and just like get rid of the uncomfortable clothes that I don't want to wear and bought just because I thought it would be work appropriate.、Um, Yeah, like shoes, I already gave up. I just wear training shoes、um, that I wear every day anyway. <laughs> so there's like absolutely no difference between work and life with regards to shoes.、Um, so yeah, that's one of the view of civilization. And I think I think now I do have to emphasize. I think this is not entirely. This is really a cultural thing. I don't think this is some sort of Commercialization or like materialism kind of thing. I think it's more like a collective cultural thing, and、um, 
it a lot of people I think do want to keep that boundary and do want to have that feeling of relief and release after work uh, you know they do want to you know just take up uh take off their bras or whatever <laughs> once they get home and to feel like yeah they're in a completely different place or something i think that kind of boundary is important for a lot of people but i think in the long run it's probably not exactly you know what i don't want to sound i don't want to make a normative statement i think Personally, I would just say that I'm gonna try a new way of living where I stop focusing on the superficial division uh, between work versus life and sort of ch- change my mindset. I think that's a more important thing I want to do. Oh, don't worry. This is not gonna become a well-being lifestyle kind of podcast. It's just some ideas I've had, and um, yeah, I've there's it's not my place to instill instill well-being to anyone so don't worry about that i'm not gonna lecture um so yeah i think i think this kind of boundary is not completely meaningless i think it's actually a symptom of a bigger problem which is that we work too much most of the time and that's why we feel the urge to have this work versus life thing and i think that doesn't really solve the fundamental problem which is that our lives are pretty much completely tied to our work for a lot of people i think right um to me i spend a lot of time dealing with commuting to work um and um so during the short period of time when we work from home it's actually a great relief for me mostly you know i do miss some of the socializing um because yeah like i do miss that kind of thing a little bit sometimes but mostly i I'm really glad that that I didn't have to commute to work. And I think after the work from home kind of trial period, some of us will realize how how let's say how superficial it is to divide work from work from home. So divide work and home by your attire because we have to admit it a lot of times after we go home even if we don't do any work technically, I think you can't help but to talk about maybe your colleagues or to think about what happened during the day. And so inevitably, work is still going to be in your home. And the work from home thing really um, sort of infor- uh, reinforces that fact. And so I'm not entirely, I don't know, I still have I have mixed feelings about the work from home situation um i i like the fact that i don't have to commute but i don't like the fact that now work is literally actually at home so that's another topic for another day i'm just saying that i think (laughs) personally i avoided spending several uh spending money on a new bag because i realized i could just use my uh personal life bag quote unquote um (laughs) to work so Let's see. I'll see what how it goes. But um, that's one way in which we hide our materialism behind view the view of civilization. I think if everyone could go against this culture, or be more at ease with you know wearing what they just they like <laughs> in their private lives to work. I think maybe I don't know. There's gonna be some shift in the future, but. Another area I think is kitchenware. So this is another big area where I I I just realized I don't need so many things after all, right? Um I, okay, fine. Okay. If you are a professional cook or like a all day like if you cook a lot of different kinds of material, uh, material is that the right word? If you cook a, cook a lot of things and you like you're like a fabulous cook, um, you you can criticize me all you want, but real I realized that hey, I didn't need two cutting boards and two or three knives. Um, fine, I'm lying. I've never got gotten more than one cutting board or more than one knife. I'm I this, I'm just telling the whole truth. Um, because I think, um, I think the idea is that you gotta separate your cutting boards for for the raw food and the and the and the cooked food or something like that i'm i'm not entirely sure if the 
uh, of the rationale behind getting more than one cutting boards, but I've never ever done that. Um, I I mean after realizing realizing that a lot of people do actually most people do, I do I did start um, become more careful. I I actually wash my cutting board whenever I'm cutting some different material every time. So yeah, and then the same with knife. I realized because I never cook any like. Uh, let's say good meat. I mean, I I I don't know. I just never realized I needed two knives. So I think that's another view of civilization where you think, yeah, you gotta have different utensils for different purposes, and so you gotta have this and that cutting boards. I mean, I'm not a professional, so again, I'm saying that <laughs> you can criticize me as much as possible. Um, you know, behind and then tell me maybe the rationale behind the knives and the and the cutting boards. But to me, that's kind of like a work-life separation thing. I think um, I really don't know why we need so many. Kitchenware, and another thing that this manifests itself is closet and cupboards. So, <laughs> um, I'm not speaking symbolically here. I'm just I'm literally I'm talking about closets. So, I think the I think open closets are fine. I don't real I don't know why some people insist on a traditional closet with with doors. Um, same with closet. Sorry, same with、uh, cupboards in the kitchen. I think now you see a lot of design where your utensils are just like hanging on a on the in like on the outside, right? You're not putting them in in some cupboard or any container. I think that's great. I really like this development. And same with open closet or open space for your clothes. And、uh, we don't have to kid ourselves. A lot of the clothes are just thrown on the bed. So I don't really see the point of having a like. Doored is that even a adjective? Um, <laughs> I don't really personally. I don't need. I don't see the point of having a doored closet. Although maybe aesthetically, it actually covers things up, so that's good. But other than that, I'm not sure of the purpose. I think open closets are great, and open storage is is a great concept as well. And I think a lot of that um was designed because of the idea. Of the view of civilization, right? It's like, yeah, these are things that these are tools that we cannot display, or something like that. I I don't know about the design or evolution of kitchenware and, and closets and furniture, but I'm not sure. I just think that I just think that there are a lot of redundancy, or I don't know, a lot of unnecessary designs in our in our house that are in the beginning sort of. A way to separate the areas or the rooms in your in your house. When in the end you realize that hey, like every day if you just sit in the same spot, there's really no point in having so many doors in your house, right? Anyway, my idea is just that I I do have a lot of thoughts on this issue, how a house should be designed personally, because I moved a lot. Um, I've lived in more than ten places. Um. Maybe I'm not sure, and I, I can never, I can't really envision myself living permanently in a place. So I don't know.、Um, but yeah. So with regards to that, I think cupboards, closets, another. These are products of the view of civilization, and I think in real, in reality,、um, if we didn't have so many clothes and so much, so much kitchenware to start with. Right, because we've broken the the veil, or sort of we taken off the veil,、uh, with regards to clothes and bags. Then we don't need that much space to store them, right? Um, I'm not advocating for some sort of minimalism, um, or yeah, nothing like that. That's not the point. The point is just, it's not really minimalism. I think I don't really get minimalism, but I do get the fact that bags and clothes can be very confusing, and there's ne- never a true guideline on how to dress to work.、Um, and so that's I'm just saying that maybe it means that it doesn't really matter, and they've all been hide hidden behind this view of civilization. And so once we unveil this thing, we realize we don't need like a huge closet with doors to start with, right? Another big thing. That's hiding behind this view of civilization、um, is sofa. So, <laughs> could I just just take a drink, take a sip of my drink, huh?
Hmm. All right. So <clears throat> the sofa. Um. I okay. So I moved to this place about my my current residence about a year ago when I got this job and. Um, basically, I've just jammed of a sofa because this place is much bigger than my previous place, and which has, which can only fit like a bed, <laughs> and the bed is pretty much the sofa. And so when I moved to this place, I've just jammed of, you know, getting a nice personal sofa or like a two-person sofa. It doesn't matter. I just wanted a sofa where I can relax. But um, I put off. Getting it for almost a year already, and I think I've decided not to get it ever. For one, I think sofas are just very big, <laughs> and I know I'm not gonna stay here for long, and I'm. It's just gonna be too much of a hassle to either move it or to 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 sell it or like like just too much work for very little use. I think、uh, another thing is it's kind of expensive in general, and you never know what's hiding inside the sofa, even if it's new. So, <laughs>、um, and I and most importantly, and I think that's sort of the same case with my bag situation. Most importantly, I've never seen a sofa that I just really like.、Um, Cause you gotta try them out, right? And then there are not that many stores where I can try out.、Um, and if the sofa is good enough, it's going to be super expensive. And like you never know what's gonna, what's the best one. I think like I've saw, I've thought about a leather one or fake like a, what's it called, artificial leather kind of thing or. A cotton leather、uh, cloth kind of sofa, but like none of them was perfect to me. I think, and I I could never find the best one. And either it's too soft or too hard or not too pretty. So I just gave up on the sofa. And and then most importantly, I realized that I'm probably not gonna use it anyway. If I get it, it's just gonna be like a huge decoration and waste of money because. I don't have a TV at my place, and I deliberately didn't get one. First of all, I don't have a TV screen. Let's say, okay, I have cable, and I could use my cable, and I could do all the software kind of thing. But the hardware, I don't have the, I don't have any screen, TV screen. I only have a laptop screen, and so most of the time when I want to watch anything, I just do it in front of my computer, and so. That's all I do pretty much after work.、Um, I don't watch TV anyway, so、um, I realized that what's there's no point in getting a sofa if all I'm gonna do is just sit in front of my computer the whole day. So I actually found、um, a replacement of、uh, for the sofa because I do have a normal like a a normal work chair for my computer for my desk. So it's an ergonomic. Chair and it's pretty nice, except it doesn't work exactly like a sofa. And、um, so last、uh, a few weeks ago, I finally I finally found found a way to sort of have a semi sofa. I don't know if that's a word. No, it's not a word. <laughs> Which is to get an ottoman. Oh my god! Like this is the smartest decision I've ever had. So I got a cheap ottoman that. Um, I could place under my desk, and so as you can imagine, I could just、um, sit. I can just roll my ergonomic chair to the back, and then sort of my put my legs or feet on that ottoman. So it feels I can pretty much lie down, semi lie down, as if I'm on a sofa, and that's even better because because with a sofa you still need to get an ottoman, <laughs> and so. Um, this one is more flexible because I could just move my chair. It has wheels. It's like a typical work office chair, where、um, and so I can just move a lot on my chair. And so it's much more better, much more better, much better than a traditional sofa. And again, I think the sofa, the idea of a sofa, was so appealing because it was hiding. It was it. It's part of the view of civilization. It makes up the view of civilization. I think. It's the idea that yeah, we gotta have a work-life balance, and the TV symbolizes so much.、Um, um, the 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 living room, not just no, not not exactly the living room. The essence of the living room, I believe, is the TV and the sofa, right? And so, and so I think 
I des- desperately wanted a living room or like a sofa because mainly because it's it's a work life thing. It's like in my it's a fig of my imagination <laughs> that there is a work life thing and 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 yeah the. Idea of a sofa is not really for practical use. It's the idea that ah, I've got a space that's not my work chair, right? I gotta drink some more. I'm sorry. I'm just so excited. <laughs> hmm. All right. So then, after realizing that, you know what? You're not gonna use a sofa. You don't watch TV anyway. Um. After I get, I got the ottoman. I think. My quality of life has、um, significantly improved. I can actually lie down watching whatever is playing my computer, so that's a great thing. I think the sofa is just—I don't know. Maybe if someone gave me a sofa for free, I I would like it better than the ottoman ottoman situation. But um, yeah, I think it's one of the thing. Another things for like it's one of the other things w- that make up the view of civilization. I think you want to feel like you you're relaxing and all that, and the sofa is like the best, most immediate way to feel that. And so, that's another area. Um, what's on my note? I see recycle. Right, I think recycling is definitely another. Uh, thing in our view of civilization, um, cause um, like I've always wondered why people are just so disciplined and just obey the recycling rules so much. Um, I th- I I I just admire those who could do that, but I'm also confused, and I don't think it's necessarily because everyone has this strong sense of. Citizenship, and they just want to be a good person and do recycling. I don't think it's that. I think it plays a part in this civilization thing again, right? Like you feel like you are a civilized citizen when you、um, actually do recycling, and and it's actually it's actually a bit, let's say, it's actually a great release.、Uh, let's say, um, sorry, it's a great distressor. I'm not sure which term I'm looking for, but basically it's kind of fun. Or actually, um, it is work that you're doing, right? When you're separating into different categories of recycling, but I think that kind of work is fulfilling for a lot of reasons. And I think one of the reasons is to feel like you're part of a the the, the good you're a good citizen. I think that's. Sort of the appeal of doing recycling, and I think the question is we never really followed the what we recycled, and we never know exactly how well we re- we've recycled and whether these things actually get recycled the way we imagine them to 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 be, and so I think. I'm not. I'm okay. I have to clarify. Yes, I advocate for good environmental. Um, habits, maybe, or environmentally friendly habits. I do advocate for that. It's just that the I the very fact that a lot of people do their recycling very diligently. I think that's like a good. It's just it's just so such a good example of this. How much the view of civilization can push people to work. So. And so it the view. I think it's a great name. It really hides. It really hides a lot of things, right? <laughs> and so,、um, and I th- I think partially people want to be they don't exactly want to just be a good citizen or to be perceived as a good citizen. I think most people don't care about that. At least I I don't know. Anyway, I don't think that's the great that's the best motivation. I think I think、um, behind all of these seemingly organized behaviors such as Uh, wearing work attire for work, getting work bag for work, having a sofa, and all of the things, and recycling. I think it it points to the fact that there is like a little tyr- a tyrant in every one of us, at least who ha-、uh, adhere to these quote unquote rules very diligently. I think recycling is a great thing. I think that's something that can show how much control you have. Right, like you can sort things out, and you can, like you know what's going on, and sometimes it could be a little bit complicated, and so if you go check if this thing could be recycled and all that, like that's a great 
it's really fulfilling, I think. And so I, I think it fulfills the little tyrant that we are. And what do I mean by a tyrant? I think a tyrant is someone who wants to take control, right? And so the work thing, the sofa thing, I think all of these are hidden behind the veil of civilization. And what's really behind this um, veil is the tyranny that we secretly hold in our hearts. I think, okay, that could be a little bit too far. I have not thought this through. I have to clarify. It's just an idea, okay? I just think that um, the thing is, we don't really know what happens through the recycling. The thing is, we don't necessarily actually use our sofa that much and there's a lot of alternatives um, to replace the sofa we don't really need the closet we don't need the cupboard and so on so on and so forth so anyway that's just an idea okay i do have to admit maybe it's just an, a, a bad excuse for not getting proper kitchenware and utensils and all that but <laughs> that's just my idea and so yeah that's something i really i, I thought about recently and i i think the back aha moment or epiphany was really revealing and um i'm really glad i didn't get an extra bag just for just to put on this this work life balance image <laughs> so that's kind of what i've been thinking about this past few days and um i there are a lot more that are uh, that make a that make up part of the view um, definitely, um, I think makeup is a big thing um, that's behind the veil or in the veil that makes up the veil. I think makeup has to do, has to do with controlling as well, and obviously it's about controlling your image. Um, and but makeup is kind of a very heavy issue topic for me because I really thought about this makeup issue for a long time and I don't think I'll have enough time for a complete episode on uh, sorry I'll have enough time for makeup I think I need maybe 25 minutes for that I don't want to waste too much time talking about it here so maybe I need to conclude already but yeah makeup is something it's definitely some part of the view of civilization and it's something I've had long debates uh, with my friends about is that the right use of proposition? I hope so. Yeah, I think that's definitely one thing. Uh, makeup. Maybe I can talk about it next time. I'll put that down in my notebook. So maybe we can continue this talk next episode on makeup. Oh yeah, finally one last thing is uh, meals. I think meals are also um, this civilization thing. Um, I, I'm still a three meal a day person. Um, and actually I'm so disciplined that I sometimes feel very guilty for having snacks in between or for shifting the time of eating. Um, and definitely recently, I think we've had, we are having a lot more trends with regards to how you eat and people are promoting things like, like fasting, fasting or something like that. I don't know, but I don't know. I think the three meals a day kind of it's really another one of the civilization things i think it's definitely not necessary and it, we could have much more freedom in how we eat and just like how we dress i think and i think it has to do with the work situation as well because you know you have one meal before you go to work and then you have one milk midway through at work and then you have another meal once you get back from home and so i think that's how the three meal three meals a day situation came about, I suspect, I'm not sure, right, I mean, obviously, you could have, like, four or five meals a day, but I think the three meals a day situation has a lot to do with the work structure as well, so I'm not sure which adjective I would use, maybe it's a bit sad that um, so much of our lives are structured around work, um, but it's also very revealing um you know how pretentious a lot of the tiny things are with regards to work and i i i personally i don't know about i'm not sure if having this kind of structure is actually beneficial i i, I don't have a conclusion yet because i do have to admit the superficial feeling that oh right so this is the boundary i'm done with work today blah 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 i think that superficial feeling is a very important 
um, day to day still, and you know it's it's kind of necessary to have it to realize that I'm not gonna work overtime, and you know to to sort of reinforce the idea that there is a certain period window of time where I could. I definitely have to focus, and after this time, I refuse to take on more work. I think that kind of mentality is important. That's why the the symbols, you know, your work attire, your bags, actually do matter.、Um, but at the same time, I think we don't have to kid ourselves. I think even if we're at home, we're not necessarily thinking. Just about our private lives, and even when we're at work, we're not necessarily completely focused, and so it's not exactly that easy to break off from work or from life, right? So, I I don't know. I'm not I'm not a politician. I don't want to be. I'm not a philosopher. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not God. I'm not going to come up with any good solution. I don't think if there's anything, there must be something that needs to be solved, but. I don't know yet. It's just that personally, it was. I'm just gonna try this, bring my personal back to work thing and see how it goes to my mental health or whatever.、But、at least so far, I'm saving money, and so that's been good. Um, but yeah, this is the today's episode. This is about the view of civilization. How we hide a bunch of the other true desires or other. Fake things behind that view, and we just pretend that we're doing this, we're buying that, because it's always been like that, and we need a structure in our life, and we need some discipline and order in our life. When in reality, it really isn't about discipline. It's really about tyranny. It's about the urge to control. I sound exactly like Freud or someone, but you know what? I don't know anything about that, so I'm just throwing out my thoughts. Right. So. I think that's it, and so very bad news. I'm my vacation is ending in a, in a day, so starting、uh, next Monday, August ninth, I'm going back to work. So that's very very sad indeed. <laughs> um, I hope I'll be as productive as as I've been, and I'm gonna record at least an episode a week, right? So lastly, um, don't forget to okay. I can't believe I'm saying this, but you know what? If if you like my thing, and if you want to have like a bigger tiny community. You could share with your friends,、um, and if you know me personally, don't let me know, please. And、uh, you can email me at、uh, living together, sorry, living alone together at t u t a n o t a dot com, chutanota dot com. Alright, so thank you very much for downloading and for supporting this podcast. I hope to. See you soon. I don't know. I hope to record a new episode very soon. Okay, so next episode, I think we'll talk about makeup. That's a great topic. All right. So, but or not. I mean, I don't want people to just stop listening because they don't want to listen to to the makeup episode. So you know what? I don't know what I'm going to talk about next week. It could be on makeup or not. It depends on my mood. So, um, yeah, that's it. Thank you very much. Bye bye.